hashtag Trade Centre Live to get involved. And each day we're going to speak to two big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4pm show to wrap up your daily news. Spoke to uh, Luke Maguire earlier today about the Suns, and we're going to have some pies chat now with one of the most passionate supporters in the country. He's a good man too. It's Swoop Luke. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, James. Yourself, bud? Yeah, good, man. I'm, you know, I'm disappointed because in your videos you normally wear a cap. I like that Bunnings one you had. No cap uh, today, mate. You've just got no, the hair. Yeah, I uh, got bored in lockdown and bleached my, uh, bleached my hair and dyed it yesterday. So I thought I'd, I'd show it off. But uh, it's pretty sunny, so a hat would have been a hat would have been a good choice today. Yeah, which one's your favourite, mate? I like the Bunnings one, to be honest. Yeah, the Bunnings corduroy one is probably. I think I've had that for about two years, and um, see most of my videos as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely a favourite. Very good. Hey, give us uh, give a little plug for your. T- Twitter and YouTube channels, any Instagram as well. It's massive there. You've got a huge following. So tell us where we can uh, see your content. Yeah. So I'm a, I guess you can call me a content creator. I just do a lot of Collingwood stuff, um, mm. reviews, previews and stuff like that. Uh, that's on YouTube, Swoop Luke, mm. uh, Instagram, uh, Swoop Luke as well. I'm posting um, a lot of daily sort of stuff there, pics, highlights, news and stuff. And Twitter is just um, Swoop Luke as well, uh, funnily enough. But uh, it's a bit more personal, a bit more... Um, uh, you know, the real sort of non-Collingwood sort of stuff. Oh, Collingwood stuff, but, but a bit more chatty and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Brent, I love it, mate. Uh, Collingwood support with all your teeth. That's what we want to see. Hey, man, <laughs> um, a quick one. Why do you go for the pies? Like, what is it family? Is it, you know, um, when you're a kid? Yes. So it wasn't wasn't really family-driven. I know a lot of Collingwood support or a lot of AFL supporters are family-driven, but um, I think I was, a, I was maybe the first to go for a football team um, when I was a kid, it was just primary school sort of stuff yep. um, with friends. Uh, and then high school, you kind of get a little bit more serious. And then yeah. the 2010 premiership kind of just, you know, caps it off and and uh, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, I like that, mate. Hey, what does trade period mean for you? Because a lot of people, I was talking about this with Luke, a lot of people go, mate, this is one of the best times of the season for them. They absolutely love the trade period. What about you? Is it a big time of the year for yourself? Do you do you love this time of year? Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Like I enjoy... Um, I enjoy all the trade scenarios and all the uh, the things everyone everyone throws out. What I what I don't really enjoy is uh, look Collingwood sells papers and, and gets clicks and stuff. So yeah. there's always a lot of clickbait. There's been I think maybe three or four Nick Dacos articles already today, and Jordan. Everyone wants Jordan to go to leave all these media <laughs> commentators and stuff. So for Collingwood fans, it's a little bit um, a little bit crazy, but uh, it, it it comes with the territory. But yeah, I I really I really do enjoy it. Um, you know, the trade free agency draft. We haven't been mm. really big players in it, but um it just and just seeing it from an AFL perspective, like throughout all the clubs, it's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. I like it too. Not as much as other people, because you know, there's all those scenarios and the rumors that fly around. I like to know what's actually happening though. And I'll ask you about that just just in a second because um you're you're reading every single article that comes out about Collingwood, yeah. which I love. Firstly though, mate, can I get a season rating? Because Pies finished 17th, not a great season, six wins, 16, 16 losses, but only two of those were more than uh, 30 points. So it's not, yeah. not too bad in a way, but I want your rating. So from A to F, you're a school teacher. How do you grade this season for the Pies? Um, yeah, so 17th isn't, isn't, uh, isn't where you want to be, where mm-hmm. you want to be sitting, um, especially after, you know, only being in a grand final and a kickoff a grand final a couple of years ago. Uh, a to F, I think I rated it uh, in one of my videos. Maybe a, I think maybe a D minus. Uh, mm. Look, it, it on on the surface, seventeenth is really bad, and you know, six wins and, and 16, 16 losses is really bad. But like you said, only two um, losses were over thirty points, mm, yeah. um, and everything else were were pretty pretty close. And you look at the Brisbane game uh, and the Port Adelaide game, 
one point one point games they kind of would turn the tide uh, of any other sort of season. But we've bled mm. a lot of young kids in as well. Um, so look, I gone yeah D minus seventeenth isn't yeah like I said you don't want to be sitting seventeenth. But I, I kind of I'm kind of an optimist and um, yeah I like what we were bleeding with the with the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, one of the yeah the kids is obviously a big highlight of the season. You get the youngsters in there getting some game time. One of my highlights though was Jack Crisp, and he got that best and fairest, which is is well rewarded. It's funny when you look back on his his time. He came came across as like the steak knives of yeah. that, uh, that deal with Dane Beams, and, and look how much he's grown, man. He had some hair like you a couple of seasons back as well. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about that? What was your highlight though? Was it the crispy season, or was it? Did you have a particular game that you liked? So what um, was a highlight for you? Player wise, yeah, Crisp had Chris. Uh, Crisp was uh, real consistent, um, especially you know when Taylor Adams went down, Pendlebury went down. He kind mm. of um, stood up, uh, running through the midfield and, and stuff like that when he had the opportunity. But games wise, look, you can't really go past the Melbourne game, um, taking out the Premiers. Nathan Buckley's yeah. last game as well, a lot of emotion in it. But you know, and, and you can say that you know we got up because of Buckley and stuff like that. But um, I think the way that we played. Was was really impressive, um, albeit a little bit too late to to save to save mm. Nathan Buckley. But um, it kind of led us on to playing with that more um, more quickness uh, off the half back sort of stuff like that, and kind of what Robert Harvey was trying to do in the second yeah. half, and that That's was um, prevalent in the Richmond game as well. I think we kicked seven goals in that last quarter against um, Richmond to um, mm. topple them. I'm still, over I'm still well, trying though. to get over that, to be honest. <laughs> and, uh, it still haunts me. Did you have a problem with the way they played at the start of the season? No, they're a bit slow. Yeah. A bit of keeping that's, off. That's, that's exactly right. It, it was it was way too slow. Um, look, Buckley was always a sort of a defensive first coach, and you can see that in um, 2018, uh, 2019, 2020, and then, yeah, 2021, Just it just mm. culminated um, to – so just a real slow sort of game plan. Look, and, and attacking when we could, but um, yeah, I think he was two two heels in the heels in the sand and and dug himself in. And and um, look, defense wins you games, but so does scoring points. Mm, that's right. Hey, did you have a, a low light of the season? Because there was a few. Now, start, this is one of the the worst seasons for the Pies in a long, long time. It obviously started with that do better report and then the review, yep. Eddie departure. Bucks got sacked, you know, the board problems, the losses. It was pretty tough to be a Collingwood fan this season. Was there one, a, a real big low light for you in this season that being a, being a Collingwood fan? Um, I think, look, and, and I think you might, if you ask a lot of Collingwood fans, I'd probably say the same thing that I'm about to say, but I think the Brisbane game by that point, um, look, I know it was round three, but it, I felt it really derailed our season. And I know it's it's insane to say because it was three weeks in, but being up mm. by, I think we're up by four or five goals and then um, just, you know, yeah. them coming back from nothing and then getting the momentum through to half time, and then any any kick after the siren, um, you know, how many times do we have to be up by five goals to to lose a game? Um, Definitely. And that, yeah, it just, it just kind of, you could see that it demoralised them. Then we went on to the GWS game the next week and, and got done there. Um Another low light was uh, the Gold Coast game. You know, half those, maybe like 80% of those kids had never played at the MCG before. Our home deck, beautiful uh, conditions. And, yeah, we absolutely get done. And that was probably probably the worst game that we played in, in a in a few years, to be honest. Yeah, so I didn't mean to laugh at the uh, at the loss there. I just remembered <laughs> I've got a Collingwood. No, I've got a Collingwood mate, Frankie, who's is uh, he's very very biased, and he messaged me at halftime. I think of that game and said, "We cannot lose from here." Mm. And they he came back us. and it, it, it cursed him. So he I think it's us. his fault, to be honest. That yeah. game. Hey, let's talk. 
<laughs> and bloody Frankie. <laughs> Let's talk about the trade period, man, because this is what you want to speak about. Obviously, some outgoing players. Greenwood's retired. Main's retired. Um, you've got some new coaches in, though, so it's exciting times as well. Justin Lepich, Brendan Bolton's going to be there to assist. But what are you really looking for in the draft here as, as a Collingwood fan? I know that you need some extra draft points because you've only got 1,700, I think, and you need yep. 2,400 um, if a bid comes for day cost. So you, yep. you obviously yep. need um, to get the draft points there. Um, I think you're doing a pick swap with the Suns as well. Yeah. So what are you what are you really looking for in this draft? Yeah, I think I think you hit nail on the head. Lots of lots of picks because you know there's all this talk about um, Dacos and rightfully so. Um, so we need uh, points for him, but also um, Yui Dib as well, another mm. um, NGA uh, prospect like you know like Quayne and and like um, you know uh, Dacos as well. So uh, Yui Dib is a is a is a player that we. He's been playing through our VFL as well, um, mm. so we need points for him, um, and a couple of a couple of picks for pick swaps for um, Kruger and Lipinski as well. If we can land yeah. those four players, um, yeah, we I'd, I'd call that a um, uh, I'd call that a, a definite a definite win. Yeah, what's your thought on? Lipinski and, and Kruger as well. Like, I mean, you've done a good job to kind of convince them. I think Graham Wright's working overtime, convincing them to come to the club, which is good. What do you think of yeah. those two players? Um, look, I'll, I'll be honest and say I don't really, I didn't really see a lot of uh, crew. Well, he's only played two games for for yeah. Geelong, but you know, look, going off his highlights and stuff, um, he looks like a, a decent forward, um, like a developing forward. Uh, that's mm. where Wright said he'd be uh, playing. And Lipinski, I I love the way he goes about it. His VFL numbers were um, insane uh, when they when they had games there. Um, and yeah, I, I think it'd be I think it'd be a great addition, especially with uh, Main out, Greenwood out. Uh, you probably see Sire leave as well. So he he definitely will find a spot in the team. Hey, Maxi Lynch and, and Cox are probably gonna depart, at least one of them, yep. you'd say. You need that attacking option. There's like does Kruger kind of fill that void or you need someone else to kind of be a marking option down there. Yeah, so sorry, I'm in my car, so if, it, if you can hear the rain, that's uh it's absolutely pouring here. That is um, where we're about to say, yeah, because you're outside work, aren't you? What's uh, up, is it? Yeah, there it. so oh, it is right. just coming down. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so we got Kruger, but we also got um, Ash Johnson. He injured his um, hand. Uh, he was a mid-season draft pick. Mm. Uh, he injured his hands, and we didn't see a lot of him. But when he was playing towards the end of the year, kicked a couple of bags of goals and stuff like that. And um, yeah, he could he could be that uh, tall option as well going forward. And and by all accounts, he's he's a mature age pick. And yeah, by all accounts, he he sounds like a like an absolute um, absolute gem. Mm. I like that. What about Cox leaving or, or Lynch? Does it bother you at all, or doesn't really phase you? Um, look, Cox. I think he's he, he, the experiments done at, at the past with Cox. I, I'm a bit spewy just because he, the delivery to him wasn't good. We, we were notorious for not being able to hit um, forward fifty targets. Uh, mm. we, we just used him wrong. If he goes to a Brisbane and stuff like that, you know, a team that knows how to use tall, tall timber. Um, with a, with Hipwood and stuff like that, um, he probably benefit more. But um, Lynch, I'm a bit more disappointed at because yep. he seemed like a genuine um, ruckman. But when you got Brandy in the team, you got Darcy Cameron uh, playing constant games. This unfortunately, this just happens, and there's there's just no room, and he gets pushed out. Mm. Hey, what have you have you thought of a dream trade that you'd like your club? Is there something you reckon that you could, if you were there, you're the list manager? What would you do? Well, who would you get in the club? And you know, considering what you've got to offer. Oh yeah, like dream dream scenario would be Ben King from um, Gold Coast. That's yeah. you know, 
Collingwood was always looking for a forward. We needed to a forward. But like on the flip side of that, I'd love Sam Taylor from the Giants at uh, their fullback. Yeah. Um, How good is he? He's so he consistent, underrated. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, was out of contract at the end of next year, but obviously signed an extension. But um, with Jordan Ruffins getting older, um, uh, Darcy Moore's down back, but then you've got Hale getting older as well. And there's all this, all this looking at forwards, forwards, forwards. But yeah, we need a we need to sign a decent um, a fullback sometime soon because Ruffhead, I think he's 31. Um, he's only got a couple more years left in him. Yeah, that's right. So if everything goes well, say you get in a few people and you you end up getting enough, you will get Nick Dacos. So say yeah. you get enough points and you get these, you, you know, you've, you're Kruger in, you're Lipinski in. Where, what's the best scenario for next year? Like where do you see the pies finishing in all honesty? <sighs> Uh, the optimist in me wants to say eight, but uh, in yeah. all honesty, I think anywhere between look eleventh and fourteenth is is a is a bit of a win, especially with Craig McRae. It, it it takes more than um, one season to kind of come in and, and turn everything around because mm. you know you know like you look at um, you know you look at when Buckley took over from from Malthouse in twenty twelve. We played finals, but that's because we were coming off a good year, well, obviously yeah. a, a grand final um, loss. Um, and the same thing with uh, Chris Scott at, um, at Geelong when he took over and won a premiership in his first year. They were already good sides. From Being from 17th, you can't just shoot straight up. You know, you look at Melbourne 17th a couple of years ago and it took them a few years to obviously get that premiership. But, um, yeah, I think anywhere between 11th and, and 15th, 11th and 14th is is, is, um, is a good target. But, yeah, we, we've got a list. That's the thing. We could finish yeah. eight, but um, that's just the optimistic plus supporter in the yeah, no, fair enough too. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's a good list because the youngsters got some game time in them as well. Yeah. So if the youngsters can reach their potential, then it is good. But there's a lot of unknowns at the moment, I feel. Hey, what exactly. do you think of McRae's appointment? I like his press conference as well. Very cool and calm man, isn't he? What yeah. do you, because it's very un-Collingwood-like, isn't it? Because you normally get, you know, your favourite sons and past players and that sort of thing. McRae was kind of a, you know, an unknown to Collingwood, I guess. So yeah. he comes in and how do you, you find the appointment? Yeah, I um, I absolutely, I absolutely love the love the appointment. Look, there was all talk, and and I was really keen on on getting Clarkin in. But you look at McRae's CV, and it, and it kind of speaks for himself. Um, he was under Clarko, under under Damien Harwick, uh, Lee Matthews. He's won like mm. you know, or he's had a had a hand in seven premierships and three playing. So when you have that caliber of of a person come in, and you can kind of he has that premiership credential as well. And and that's not to say that Buckley wasn't um you know, a, a, a good coach at, at the time and stuff like that. But with McRae, and and like you said, it's a it's not a Collingwood person. And we didn't know. We we went through a process for the first time in well since I've known I've been backing for the pies, it's the first time we've gone through a process like this. Because mm. everything else has been hampy. Uh Matthews, Tony Shaw, uh Malthouse, and then obviously um uh Buckley as well. But um to go through 93 candidates and then um settle on on McRae, I think it's yeah, it's it's an amazing uh, a credit to the Collingwood um, coaching selection panel. I think they mm. did a yeah immaculate job on that. What about the the presidential situation and the board? Like, what's what's the view of that from a Collingwood fan? Obviously, on the outside, it's different, and we can read papers and we can speculate. But from the Collingwood fans in that community, what did they think? Like, what's your tell me your thought process this year when all of that was going going on, and then now, like, what do you what do you think about the board? Yeah, so look. When when it came out that um, Eddie was resigning at the end of the year, you're like you're like fair enough, you know, uh, twenty odd twenty odd years uh, at the club and stuff like mm. that. Uh, you kind of you kind of saw it coming, and then obviously that do better report, and then you know the the proud moment, and you go okay, 
it's uh it's uh turn to time to turn the uh, engine lights off for that for Eddie. But um, but like it's 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 hard because then there was the whole EGM thing, and then everyone wanting the board out, and yeah. um, it was a lot of talk about Jeff Brown coming to the coming to the club and and taking over the coup, um, if you will. Uh, yeah. and were you look, were you I, part of that? Did you did you want that change to happen? No, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, um, I'm very against. Uh, oh well, I was very against an EGM. Now that these yeah. EGM are happening, and um, uh, you know, not against it anymore because it's not happening. But yeah, I was very. Um, look, I wouldn't say outspoken about it, but I, it just would have caused more turmoil turmoil um, than it did at the moment. Like mm-hmm. you know, you, you're talking about an, a coup to get rid of seven board members, and look, all, all, I'm all for I'm all for voting and um, democratic rights and stuff like that, especially at clubs. You know, because the supporters make the clubs almost. Yeah. Um, so I'm all for that. But I think the way that they were going about it and the way, um, yeah, uh, the way they were going about it kind of, it, it just rubbed me, rubbed me the wrong way. And look, Jeff Brown might be, um, might be, might be the guy. He might be, he, he, if he's got the credentials and he, and he, um, you know, he puts his hand up to, to say, look at the AGM, I want to be president or I want to be on the board. Sweet, man. Mm. Like show us, show us what you, show us what you got. But when, I just didn't like the way he went about it, um, sitting back saying this, 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 this is wrong, not giving us any sort of options. I, I could do that. I could say, you know, 12 things wrong with the club. Um, but, you know, it, it, uh, the way he went about it. But, yeah, if he's, the, if he's the right man for the job, yeah, 100%. Just show us what you, show us what you got and um, we'll vote on it. Yeah. No, it's a good insight, Luke. I like that, mate. Hey, I've enjoyed chatting to you. Tell tell the guys again where they can get involved in your stuff. To give us your Instagram, give us your YouTube. Tell them to get involved. And when you drop in your next video as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, follow me on Instagram, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. All um, at Swoop Luke. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit into TikTok. I might be a bit too old for it, but uh, <laughs> a, couple of, a couple of gems on there. But uh, yeah, new video will come out. I think um, tomorrow about uh, how we can get um, Nick Dacos to the club and all sort of different scenarios and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. James and the team, no, thank you so much for um, for having me on. I, I really, I really do appreciate. No it. No worries, mate. We love it. And as I said uh, at the start, we're going to speak to two big fans uh, every day of this trade period, and then we're doing a, a wrap at four pm. I'm sure, Luke, when you're uh, you're knocking off work, mate, you're going to four pm. You're going to tune in and give it. We're going to have a wrap of the day. 100%. man. No, thank you again so much. All good, mate. We loved it. All right. Get involved, guys. Hashtag Trade Center Live. Speak to Luke as well. You've got all his details there and we'll be sharing it as well. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back at 4 p.m.